Welcome to the Mr. Vincent Podcast, episode 135. I'm your host, Emmanuel Vincent, and a special Saturday edition of this podcast, as tomorrow is the big game. That's right, Super Bowl 58. So, of course, you know how to do a pod that focuses on this game between the Niners and the Chiefs. You know, I've been waiting for this game for a little bit over a week now, uh, since Conference Championship Sunday, I should say. Well, rather, not a little bit over a week, damn near two weeks. All these questions being asked in the media, whether or not Brock Purdy is elite, whether or not the Chiefs are a dynasty, and of course, is Patrick Mahomes on pace or of catching Tom Brady potentially as the quote-unquote GOAT? A lot of these questions will be answered tomorrow, and I can't wait. Uh, me and the homie Des Payne, host of Sports Talk with Des Payne, chopped it up about an hour ago, um, talking everything Super Bowl 58. Pretty good episode, but I'll let you be the judge. Here it is. Tomorrow's the big game, the Super Bowl. Um, San Fran versus the Chiefs. Uh, it's been a while. I'm glad that we're finally here. I was, I was waiting for this, you know, having that extra week off for the Pro Bowl and everything. And then, so now we're here, mm -hmm. Super Bowl Sunday. I'm not sure if this is going to be a great game like a lot of people are anticipating. Um, so I want to ask you this question. Do you think that the Niners can afford to start off the way they did in the previous two games during this postseason and realistically have a chance to beat this Chiefs team? Nah, they, they the thing is like um they they've been they've been fortunate those two matchups they had they've been fortunate they went against two young teams. Uh, granted, Jared Goff is not a young quarterback, obviously, and uh, there's a few couple veteran, couple more veterans on Detroit than there is on Green Bay. But you're talking about two young teams and two uh, two coaches that kind of you know you know Matt Lafleur. Playoffs versus Kyle Shanahan, his boy. He, he can't really get over the hump with him. And then Dan Campbell can't get out of his own way because he wants to bite kneecaps too much. And he can't, you know what I'm saying? He can't, he, he wants to be super aggressive, which that's okay. You That's who you are. You have to be aggressive. That's you live and die by, the, by that sword. Like it is what it is. But they were fortunate they went, went against those type of teams. Like that was probably an easier path than the Chiefs had. And the Chiefs, they're just too well coached. They they have – this is their fourth Super Bowl. They probably went into the Super Bowl weekend like, eh, whatever, we did this before. I mean, San Francisco was there four years ago, but the difference here is that most of the guys that were on that San Francisco team are not there. We have probably a few of them, like Fred Warner. Um, I'm trying to think. Fred Warner, um, uh, the, the, full, the fullback Kittle, and Debo Samuels. And everybody else besides Kadarius Ward, who was actually – on the other side of the field with um, with Kansas City at the time, everybody else is new to the experience. Trent Williams, I'm sorry, Trent Williams as well. Probably a couple Bosa. other extra dudes. Oh, Bo Luke Bosa, but I think Nick Bosa was a, a rookie that year. So he's probably a little bit more, you know, prepared for this. But the Chiefs are way more prepared. Like, their coach is more prepared. You know what I'm saying? Not to say this is not Kyle Shannon's first rodeo, but he's been outcoached two different times. In the in 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 the Super Bowl to great coaches Andy Reid and Bill and Bill Belichick, so they can't afford they can't afford it they can't get it they can't fall in the whole trap of the psyche of knowing that you're going against Patrick Mahomes and his greatness. 
stick to your game plan. Don't do what Baltimore did because if you do what Baltimore did and get away from the run game and give it all to Purdy to take care of the don't like don't be like Seattle Seahawks giving the ball to the quarterback at the one yard line to throw the ball in for, so he could win the MVP. Ride the wave with who brought you there. And that was the offensive play of the year, Christian McCaffrey. If they know better, feed that man. It's the last game of the season. Let 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 him run till he's his his all his leg is left. Both legs are left on the field. Yeah, I agree with that. I think they're gonna really have to establish the run game early to win. And I mean, I, I would think Kyle Shanahan would try to make that a priority. Speaking of McCaffrey, McCaffrey, um, in the NFC Championship game, had about 90 yards and four yards, four and a half yards per carry with two touchdowns. And San Fran are 12 and one when McCaffrey rushes for 70 plus five yards this year. So that got to be a point of emphasis. But for me, it's just like when I'm questioning the team's run defense this late into the season, where I saw Aaron Jones, a guy, and then Gibbs and Montgomery run all over, all, all over, all over San Fran's defense. What makes me think that Pacheco can't do the same thing? Have a big game on the ground. Yeah. He's going to open up the pass and game and, and open up yeah. that that Kelsey Mahomes connection. So I'm just like, and that's not now, now, not only, not only him. Um, they're going to get McKinnon back, who hasn't been there. That McKinnon's like the third down. Maybe he's not really a third down. He's like the gadget guy. He 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 can he can mix it up a little bit. Um, uh, Clyde Edwards Hilaire can still get a few positive yards. Um, we saw Pacheco win, help them win the Super Bowl against the Eagles, and he was like, I think every extremity in his body was in the injury injury report, and this is the healthiest he's been. So they can't they can't afford the the 49ers cannot allow what they did they let the Packers do in Detroit cuz that's going to it's going to be a long night. Going to be a long night. Yeah, I mean even though this this um Chiefs team hasn't been in the A game, well at least that we're accustomed to all year. Um they winning primarily cuz of their defense I would say more than more than ever that they have in this in the um Pat Mahomes era as it's the best team he's ever had. But still, you don't want to give a team with that much experience, um, you know, the advantage early and let, let them dictate the game. Um, which is why I'm lean, I'm definitely leaning towards KC to win this game. I could be wrong, but I'll believe it when I see it. Um, I'm not going to bet against Pat Mahomes. Um, I haven't done it really. And I, I don't think I really <laughs> bet against him throughout his career. Maybe once against Brady, but outside of that, I haven't. Been, I can't. Just, just, just so reminiscent of what we've seen the past do early on in their um, career, especially this year, not having a great offense, but having a great defense, but still having a great coach, a great quarterback who's making the right play. That's not necessarily trying to do too much with his arms, but trying to quote unquote manage the game. Like we've seen against Buffalo primarily in the second half. I think that they are just going to try to, um, you know, keep the ball out of the, um, off out of Purdy's hands. And I can see that happening in order for them to win the game and not try to like get them chances to like get a short field and take advantage on that end. Right. And I mean, here's the thing, like, for one, like, I I agree, I, it's going to be hard for me to sit back here and sit say I'm going to bet against Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> like, and he's been the underdog for two consecutive weeks, probably for the first time in the playoffs in a long time. He's been an underdog. Right. Uh, you could you might as well say People were giving them giving Dolphins the chance a chance in that game too because the the spread was four and a half. Meaning, they gave you they spotted you the three and they were like, yeah, maybe the Dolphins can make this a game. And on top of that, I think if I'm 
knowing Patrick Mahomes after watching the quarterbacks um Netflix series, he's a psycho. He knows and he saw that that MVP results. He saw that shit. Brock Purdy was, I think, the third. I think Brock Purdy had more first, first, um, first place ballot votes over him. I guarantee you, he's looking at that shit probably in, be right before bed. I'm like, you kind of you trying to tell me this guy is better than me? You know what I'm saying? He had the same. He had better weapons than me, and I still managed to have li- a little less than a hundred yards le- less than him total passing yards. Or better yet, I had four less touchdown passes, but you're calling this guy a better player and he had better weapons than me? All right, cool. He's a psycho, like Brady. Brady had a chip chip on his shoulder until he was 45 years old and left the league (laughs) because he he still felt like the guy who got selected in in the sixth round. So it's going to be tough for anybody to bet against him. But there's a, a huge community out there that's going for the Niners because they're tired of the Kelsey Swift shit. They're tired of seeing the Chiefs in it every year. Um, they're just tired of the the whole. They, some people find this find this to be a boring Super Bowl, and I'm like, okay, you're some of you are the same ones that were watching your team consecutive times going to Super Bowl. But when somebody said the same thing, you're like, oh, you're a hater. You hate it. You hate us. You hate us because you ain't us all this other shit but now when the when the, the script has flipped and another franchise or quarterback is running it up now everybody's like oh i can't i can't watch this this is this is unwatchable this is you know i can't do this you know i'd rather see tom and giselle i'd rather see more patriot super bowl like bro enjoy greatness whether the chiefs win or lose this is still greatness this is a dynastic run they're going on so you have to appreciate it yeah i was about to say you can you can just say patriots fans because i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about <laughs> it, well yes you, 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 we, i don't need to i don't i mean and you know there's gonna be people who watch or listen to this and they're gonna be like here you go here goes here he goes again hating I, I listen i lived in this area for a long time there's no need for me to hate i i rooted for the past the first championship maybe even the second they had great super bowls but when you have a fan base that just gets like you're a Lakers fan, there's a lot of people who can't stand the Lakers. They can just, they, they just, they just, they probably have a toilet seat that has the Lakers logo on it because they can't stand the Lakers so much because they, they waste their time just being upset with the Lakers because the Lakers keep on winning. They had always the greatest players of all time playing for their, their franchise. It's that people get tired, they get exhausted, they want to see parody, but when parody comes to the leagues, they can't even enjoy it. Sorry to cross sports, but Denver won the super, the, the championship last year for the NBA, and, and nobody was excited. They were like, oh, this, "That was a boring finals." But you're tired of seeing the Lakers. You're tired of seeing the tired of seeing the Celtics. You're tired of seeing Golden State. What What do you want? What do you really want? These people, these are the same people who say, "Oh, I wanted the Lions to be in there so bad." Like, okay, <laughs> like these are probably the two best teams that we possibly can get. And they're probably coming close to the end of their own dynasty. So we have to appreciate it. Exactly, man. I, I don't understand why people get hate, hate um, Mahomes and company. Well, I, I get it. There's some fatigue there, like you mentioned, seeing them going to the Super Bowl, what, their fourth trip in six years. Um, so there's some fatigue there. And then obviously the whole Travis and Kelsey storyline that's been uh, flooding the news media news media outlets since, what, mid-season. So I see that, but at the same time, like you mentioned, like this is this is a great run. This is like I think we talked about it too in the pod. This is similar to LeBron going to eight straight 
um, conference finals, um, M- NBA finals rather. Sorry that. Sorry about that. NBA finals. What um, Patrick Mahomes and them is doing. So how can you not appreciate that? Because a lot of people I see who are hating on Pat Mahomes are the same ones who pick up LeBron, who say stop hating on LeBron. Now it could be because they feel like Brady's quote unquote potential ghost status can be potentially threatened. I don't know. Whatever. It's, it's early in his career. But at the same time, let's appreciate this guy, man, and what he's doing. Yeah. I mean, I know people feel like the Patriot dynasty, it was a dynasty, obviously, but they're, they're fearing the that's being it's being challenged right now or Brady's legacy. Brady's legacy is never going to be challenged. Like, nobody, I don't think anybody's going to reach seven. Mahomes, for Mahomes to reach seven, he would have to win tomorrow. And they have to make it for the for the next at least Three out of the next five seasons, they have to make it in there and win two out of those three. So that now we're like sitting here, like, okay, now he has five and he's barely, he's just over 30. Right? He's 27, I believe, whatever. If he's just a smidge over 30 and he got five, we could start having that conversation because he's going to play till 40 if he stays healthy. You know what I'm saying? That's a big if. You know, he's had a lot of injuries and it's only a matter of time he gets hurt. And, uh, you know, God forbid, knock on wood, you know, he gets he, a major injury hits because that's happened to every great quarterback we've ever watched, right? But you can't hate on that. Records are meant to be broken. Records are meant to be challenged. Uh, I'm pretty certain, you know, when Michael Jordan saw Magic Johnson got five, he was like, I need to get six. <laughs> and now everybody's everybody's peak now is six. And, it, and it's always in question, no matter how it goes down, right? So it doesn't, like, Jordan's legacy has never been tarnished, right? Brady's legacy is going to never be tarnished as well. They're great. They're good. They're, they're stamped, delivered. They're going, to, they're going to their Hall of Fames. They've been in their Hall of Fames. They're good. So as a fan, if you're a fan of Brady, if you're a fan of the Patriots, you should never feel like there's a threat is you got to appreciate it because you were there before you can you can enjoy greatness it's fun to enjoy something great you know what i'm saying underdogs are cool you know those stories are definitely cool i ain't gonna lie you know what i'm saying but it all depends how you want to look at it exactly man um yeah now you, you talked about you don't think that he'll ever get to seven and I, I agree with you. I think mean, that's that's hard and kind of like too much to ask and unfair to Pat Mahomes in a sense, right? But let's just say hypothetically he wins the Super Bowl tomorrow. That's three. Um, I think Nick Wright, you know, Fox Sports Nick Wright, who's a you know he's a big Chiefs fan, so it's got because they're all going to go be pro Chiefs. But I think you mentioned mm-hmm. Brady won three in fourteen years. Chips, would you bet that mm-hmm. it would take Mahomes um, additional ten plus years to get number four if he wins? I wouldn't bet that. No. And that's the thing, what I'm saying, like, it's, it's what the Patriots did is like, is un is un is un, you can't even do that. That doesn't even make sense, bro. You went 10 years without one. And then you created a brand new dynasty after that. Like what? Like you don't see that in any sport. You don't see, I mean, I think the Spurs did it. I won. I think they won 2007 and they won one in 2014. Right. But that was like they still had the nucleus. And that's kind of the part of that's the part there. And they've been in the 90s, 99, which is crazy. Exactly. So that's you have to keep a certain nucleus for it to work. So if Patrick Mahomes can stay healthy, maybe. But it's hard. And that's why I said he has to at least touch four or five before he turns 35. 
He might get another two before he turns 40. Who knows? But he can't, he can't, I don't see him going, he can't go from 27 to 37 and win his, his fourth, fifth, and sixth. That's what Brady did is, is, is unmatched. You're not going to see that again. You may not ever see that again because it's, uh, it's for a quarterback his age to accomplish that type of feat. That's insane, bro. So is it, it like you said, it's unfair to, it's unfair to do that to Pat. I, I know his I know his bar is Brady, but he's also he's 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 not a he's not an egotistical dude. He's a hard he has a you know, he has that chip in his shoulder because he he creates that. He knows he doesn't he wants he knows his own legacy, but he he wants he wants what's best for the Chiefs and he's always gonna do what is what's best to make sure that team wins. So um I don't know, man. Tomorrow, if he wins the third one it deserves to have a good conversation of where he is. I think he eclipsed a lot of great quarterbacks. You yeah, I saw, Aaron Rod- I saw you put that in a, in a tweet. Uh, I think you said he'll yeah. pass Manning and Rodgers. Um, Manning, Rodgers, Breeze, uh, Dan Marino, uh, Steve Young, uh, all them dudes. Get him out of here. All of them dudes can just bow down to him at this point because he got the numbers already. If Kurt Warner's in the Hall of Fame and considered great, and he only has one one Super Bowl, and the reason why he got in there is because he has those two MVPs. Pat got two MVPs. He got two Super Bowls already. He got the numbers. If he keeps his career in this in this track, he's gonna break all those other dudes' numbers. Like he's solidified already, bro. He's already he's already part of greatness, man. Yeah, I mean, I think yeah, I think it's already a top five quarterback of all time, at least in the modern era. Oh yeah, um, yeah. Absolutely. It sounds like you have only you would only have. Brady and Montana ahead of him. Sounds like at this point it would only be them. Only only reason Montana got that, and, and it's a shame that Bradshaw doesn't get a lot of love because he. I think he was also four and zero in the Super Bowl, maybe four and one. Um, somebody like even like Troy Aikman, even though Troy Aikman's numbers are never going to be exciting to people, but he kicked ass in the playoffs. That's all that mattered. The playoffs was Troy Aikman's time. You know what I'm saying? Those the triplets were killing it in the in the nineties. But nonetheless, like yeah, those two guys, Joe Montana and Brady, like that's 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 the top of the the mountain right there. So, and he's getting close. He's re- getting close real fast. Yeah, man. Um, do you think Brock Purdy is gonna have a a solid or great game? If you were a better man, would you put money on that he would have a great game or a solid game? If he has a great game, he's the he was he he had the best. He listen. If he finds a way to have a great game, he that means he outplayed Josh Allen, La- Lamar Jackson, and Tua, Tua, Tua as well. If you you that means you outplayed three guys that are Pro Bowlers and an MVP, because neither one of those three I think even eclipsed um, their they I don't know if they eclipsed two hundred yards passing. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna look look back at it, but it's dog. People don't understand. The Chiefs shut that shit down. Lamar had over 272, but he had he was passing the ball the whole game. You know what I'm saying? And that was bad game planning on their end. But, you know, Josh Allen, you know what I'm saying? He had some great throws, but he was only at 186, right? And then you're talking about Tua and that pass, defense, pass offense, even though it was like brick out there, he had 199. So Lamar had the better game, but Lamar – probably had the it looked like the worst game out of all those other two because he just looked it wasn't his game that's not Lamar's game so that's what the Chiefs are doing they're gonna allow you 
to be off and do something outside of what you are. Mm. You know what I'm saying? They're going to force you to be outside of who you are. Brock Purdy, if he can, if he can do the unthinkable, props to him and and keeps his job. He's going to get an extension. He'll be their franchise quarterback. But that's the thing that sucks. If he loses, it's that's why people don't have to. This is what people have to understand. It's not a. It's, there's no such thing as the Brock Purdy hate. There's the Brock Purdy concern. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Thank you. Because there's a concern because for one, your own coach was considering Tom Brady before the season started. Not only because it wasn't because of his performance, more or less because of his injury. Wasn't sure if he was going to come back from that elbow injury. Cool. On top of that, this is the same coach who was on and off with Jimmy Garoppolo, gave up on, you know, um, what's his name? Trey Lance. Uh, Trey Lance, gave up on Trey Lance. He believed in Nick Mullins. He believed in uh, CJ Beathard. Like, this is a guy who, you know what I'm saying? He, he, Kyle Shannon is showing people, he's proven to people that I can plug whoever I want and this offense will move. It's not about us as the public sitting here like trying to make up some shit. He can he's literally telling everybody like, "Hey, I just, I could plug. I could plug him in." He loves Kirk Cousins. He's the he was the one who wanted Mac Jones cuz he believed Mac Jones he he wanted Mac Jones to lead his team cuz he was like, "Oh, he's the perfect guy for my offense." He never looked at Purdy as his perfect guy for his offense. Just so happens Purdy worked well in that scheme so well that he's as good as he is now. So it's a concern. It's not a, it's not a hate. There's no reason to hate a guy who's Mr. Irrelevant. He's doing, he already accomplished a lot, period. That's it. Even if this would be the last time he played quarterback, he did more than most quarterbacks ever did. And there's a lot of quarterbacks that were first rounders that never seen the field. So it's like, listen, if he does the unthinkable, I'll I'll be in, I'll 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 be for one impressed. I already told my I already said this year that I was wrong about him. You know what I'm saying? I still have my I still have my you know your doubts, my doubts obviously because you know I can see the limitation, but with the limitations comes his tenacity. He's 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 a tough sob man. He is one tough sob. He he can he proved that he one thing he did prove to all of us is that. Maybe he would have been if he was healthy in that Eagles game. We probably were talking about back-to-back Super Bowl appearances for the, the 49ers. That I agree with, certainly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like, nobody hates on Brock Purdy. Everybody just, just because people don't think he's elite, nobody's hating on him. We're just simply pointing out what we see, what we're analyzing. He's a undersized quarterback, doesn't have the strongest arm. So it's easy mm-hmm. for, like, defense to deflect his passes and so forth. Um so the, you have to say there are some limitations there. So I would go with, if I was the betting man, I would think that he would have a shake it a solid game more than we have a great game. Just because of what I've seen these past two weeks. Yeah, I give credit to him for, for bringing the Niners back. But at the same time, he's part of the reason that they were behind. Behind, yeah. Now you can make you can make the excuse for the weather being bad in San Fran when they play the, the uh, Packers. But hey, it is what it is. You got to get a work through it. You got to adjust. Yeah. Right? That was the same weather that Jordan Love was playing, and he played a yeah. very good game till the last, the last two minutes, right? And 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 on top of that, like you got to think about it, those two games and those two games, he totaled two touchdown passes, one per game. So it's clearly there's something not clicking enough for him and the receivers. 
I mean, obviously McCaffrey gets a lot of the love on the in the in the red zone, and he he had some big plays himself, but he he ain't getting the ball into the end zone like that. So it's like, yeah. So it's it. I don't know, man. It I I would be a little shocked that he played up above above expectation against that Chiefs defense because that Chiefs defense is locked the fuck in. Yeah, I, the, I, they I, are I, locked I, in. Young, the opportunistic. Um, I I really see him. I don't want to hate him saying he's gonna have a shaky game, but if he does, not gonna surprise me. Right. Yes. And keep in mind, keep in mind those two cheap Super Bowls was mainly because the, the defense found a way to get that ball back. Remember that that Eagles game was the Eagles should have won. They could have won. I and think the only Eagles, difference was the Jalen Hurts um the fumble. The fumble. Yeah. And that was the beginning of the second half. Mm-hmm. So there goes the game, and guess who's on the other side? Patrick Mahomes. You give him life. And then when they played the Chiefs in the 49ers played the Chiefs, you know, Jimmy missed Emmanuel Sanders. He, uh, the Chiefs scored after that. And then the Chiefs defense was rolling. They saw blood, bro. Like, you just don't give – you don't give a shark – you don't just pour blood in the shark tank, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and the shark is motherfucking Pat Mahomes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. People people got to see it that way, man. It's it's not really about – there's not a doubt in mind that San Francisco can't win the game. It's the fact that do you really believe in the fact that Pat Mahomes is going to throw this game away? No. It's hard. Yeah. So I've seen a lot of people who um on TV, um, media members of the media, I point out the fact that they say that Pat Mahomes hasn't really played a great Super Bowl from beginning to end, at least. Um, they were down by 10 in the fourth quarter against San Fran in the first one. Decimated old line, running for his life and running for his life in um in second one against the Bucks. Now, last yeah. year, people say that Hurts outplayed him. Now that is like factually true. At the same time, I think they gotta be some context provided to that because they dominated the time of possession, the, the, the Eagles, because they couldn't, the Chiefs couldn't get him off the field on, on third, on third down. But mm-hmm. when Paul was locked in in the second half, he was damn near flawless. So I hate saying that Hurst outplayed him. I just felt like the Chiefs defense didn't do their job to get the timely start that they needed to secure the to, to right. secure the ball for the offense. But it is what it is. I think that this game, I think we're going to see uh, a relatively big game from Mahomes. Three to four touchdowns. I, mm-hmm. Three, I, I, 80, I, 300 yards. Zero picks. I, I, I think I, I see that for tomorrow. Well, here's the thing, <laughs> and people got to realize this too. Brady didn't really have great Super Bowls in the first three that he had. Like I'll, he didn't I'll have the craziest numbers. He didn't have the craziest. No, like there was a shootout against the Panthers, granted, but it, he, you know, he wasn't flawless. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there was a point in time Brady's playoff stats weren't that flawless either. But they found a way to win. The goal is to win. The goal is not about how great are my numbers on the playoffs. The goal is to fucking win the game. Who cares about your numbers? Your numbers is the numbers. You're still going to have great stats at the end of your career. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at Mahomes' playoff stats from last season. He didn't throw an interception. 72% passing uh, passing completion. No Tyreek Hill. Right? 72 for 100. So the man was playing lights out. He didn't give up. The, the goal is not to give up the ball up. Give the ball up. His first Super Bowl, Yes. I, I have nerves. I'm throwing picks. I don't know what I'm doing. This is my first go around. Yes, I'm going against Tom Brady. I'm nervous again. I don't want to lose to Brady again. 
know what I'm saying? I got a stubbed toe. I can, I'm running for my life. And then that's that just shows you his maturity, man. Like he like even this playoff run is duplicating last year. Four touchdown passes, zero interceptions. Zero interceptions. Six sixty-eight percent completion percentage. And who the fuck is he throwing it to besides Kelsey and Rasheed Rice? <laughs> Suddenly MVS figured out how to catch the ball. Sometimes you, you, he has to, you got you told know, it that, that they said, nah, you can stay home, man. We good without you, which is crazy. <laughs> right. He's coming in the city, he's supposed to be the, the number one receiver. Bruh, and that's the thing. And guess what? I man, I've seen crazier things happen. I would not be shocked if him and Sky Moore just suddenly just show up to this game and want to and and help them win. And that's just how it goes, bro. That's just how it goes. Has he been officially ruled inactive for Sunday, Tony? Because I, I see the talk about they're saying that he that he should play. Let, let him play in this game. I'm like, uh-huh. he was practicing this week, so there's a likelihood he will be playing. I can see him playing. There's no way. I, I I mean, I can't say there's no way. There's a chance that they might enact it, make him a healthy scratch just because of the game plan and whatnot. But it all depends on how the game plan that what kind of game plan they want. I mean, he I know he's effective in the in the punt return game. Um, you know, Sky Moore is a good slot guy. So if they get some guys, some some bodies healthy, they'll be all right. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll probably be on a on a short leash too. If he's a, if he in fact does get some steps on, on Sunday, oh, I mean man. Andy Reid is not Andy Reid is not a Andy Reid is a is a, a phenomenal players coach. He will do anything to make sure he keeps his players. He's not like Belichick and he's not bench your ass in the Super Bowl. He ain't gonna be that type of guy. But if it comes down to it, he might maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I I I feel bad that I'm talk. We're talking about the Chiefs so much. Like they're the only ones playing in this game. But I think I think we deserve I think the 49ers deserve some some love in yeah. the conversation too. Absolutely. But we can go to the 49ers. So the key, you mentioned the key to victory is um gotta get McCaffrey the ball, right? You gotta establish that mm-hmm. run game early. But mm-hmm. at the same time, Purdy's gonna have to make some plays with his arm. Brandon IU got a got a tough matchup against against Sneed. Um yeah. how do you think that matchup will play out? You think you think Sneed will win or IU? That's gonna Bro, be a tough Sneed. one. Sneed. Bro, I don't think – and those numbers are not exaggerated by Steve. I've watched a lot of, you know, football, obviously, but I've watched a lot of Chiefs games too. He's He is the real fucking deal, bro. Like, it was until that Zay Flowers um, – Forced fumble? Did he score? No, the forced fumble. That was – actually, he, scored, he gave up a touchdown that game to Zay Flowers. Yep. That was the first time he gave up a touchdown all season. We're talking about now we're at week 21, week 20-whatever. And he finally gave up a touchdown to a wide receiver. What? And then on top of that, his completion, the, your your quarterback rating thrown towards him is in the 60s. So that means they, this quarterback still challenging themselves to throw towards him, but they shut that shit down. So, but for Brandon Ayuk, I, I, it's going to be a tough matchup for him. I think he could win some of those matchups, but it, it wasn't like he was dominating as Detroit either. Like he he got. He got lucky on that deep ball. Oh, luckily God. the the safe luckily the safety was a uh, was not in gr- good position to bat that down. Um, so I don't I can't really see Brandon Ayuk being the uh, the X factor, but I, I've I could be wrong. I've seen I remember watching last Super Bowl, Donovan Donovan uh, not so Donovan um uh Devontae Don, Smith. Um, Smith. Excuse me. Um, he went off. He went off a few times yeah. against that same defense. You know what I'm saying? Um, granted, the Eagles' offense was very, 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 very dominant, very dominant. But um, I think the biggest key will be Debo 
and Kittle. They're probably the better two in the league after the catch. Um, Kittle has great matchups in his favor because I don't think those linebackers could keep up with him. They're going to force those safeties to match up with him as well. Uh, Debo is all over the all over the field. So you're going to have to account for him wherever he goes. He seems to look, he looks to be healthy going into this game now. Um, and then, of course, like McCaffrey is a receiver. He's a great receiver too off the, off the backfield. So there is a lot of matchup issues to go toward against the Chiefs. So that this might be their toughest opponent because there's more to account for um, than they did with, you know, Baltimore being a team that could be more on a one-sided side ways sometimes because they're a running team. And then the Bills became much more of a running team, but they have only Stefan Diggs. And then you had the Dolphins playing in frigid weather, so they couldn't even get busy. They couldn't even start their car, bro. They, the starter went out. They couldn't even get off the get up get up the field. You know what I'm saying? Only Tyreek Hill was warm, and he was cold. <laughs> so they had some fortunate situations, but they still, you know, it's going to be tough. The San Francisco 49ers really have to stick to the script. They cannot the, whatever Kyle Shanahan has for the first like, you know, ten to fifteen plays to start that game, make it make it good. Do not like you said. They can't afford to start the game on like like they did against Detroit. Hell no. What? No. If they, they start the game like they did against Detroit, bro, it's curtains. I'm make I'm I'm gonna win my bread. I don't care. They could go home. They could they they could they might as well just look call their travel agent right now and say, yo, get me to Cancun, man. I, I, the game's over. <laughs> At halftime. You feel yeah, me? Real talk. There's no way you there, there's no way you're going to – whatever – what the Packers did and, and the Detroit Lions did, the, the, they cannot afford that to start the game at all. Mm-hmm. And and it seems like that's the way they've been starting because they, they start off cold and they don't make adjustments. They haven't. It's just the other teams beat themselves and then they were fortunate. Yeah, I mean – So, they, talk so about... they, have to, they have to figure it out, man. Yeah. He did talk about Debo, who's like a Swiss Army knife. Chiefs left the – Chiefs defense left the blitz in. That's like the ultimate – um, counter to the blitz with Zebo, right? So you got to get him going mm-hmm. early too. Him and uh, and McCaffrey, Kittle. Yeah, I see Kittle having a, a decent game. I mean, and I don't think I'll play Travis Kelsey and nothing like that. But he's gonna be solid in his game, <laughs> right? Yeah, I could. Yeah, you know, you know, it's it. If I'm the Chiefs, here's a couple things. If I'm the Chiefs, I'm gonna. I I I'll think I have the same mentality as Detroit had. I'm gonna I'm gonna force. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to load it up on McCaffrey and I'm going to force Brock Purdy to beat me. Right? I'm going to go ahead and beat me. If you are beating me then we'll we'll make our adjustment but I'm going to force McCaffrey to not be the man. Now if I'm the if I'm the 49ers I can't I can't get complacent when I, if I'm an aggressive team. Be aggressive. Be aggressive. Force them, for, force yourself to stay on that field. Keep Mahomes on the sideline. Kill the clock as much as you can. Because you, come on, man. You, we have to be, we have to be honest. Birdie is still a young quarterback. When you, when you can't, you, we, we will, all, we will always remember seeing a lot of these young quarterbacks like uh, Tom Brady when he, when he got there. Um, Aaron Rodgers when he got there. Uh, you name it. Any any young quarterback you could think of in the last twenty years that went to the Super Bowl, their coordinators will do the best they can to 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 ease them in, ease them into the game, 
you know, run the ball. Defense was a, plays a huge part. Defense might even give you the lead. And you, all you got to do is, uh, you know, Cam Newton's un, very favorite word to use is manage the game. The goal is to manage the game in these in these playoffs. Why do you want to? Why do you want to do more than that? Maybe if Cam Newton Newton was a game manager, maybe Carolina wins. I'm taking a jab at him for no reason, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to manage the game. That's all. That's the whole point of being a quarterback. You can't being a quarterback. You have to you have to be able to be off script and manage your team's your team's offense, or else you're replaceable. So. I think Purdy's been doing a great job since he started last year to managing these games. Whether you want to consider him a, a, a you know, uh, you know, system quarterback, which I think all quarterbacks are to a certain extent, or do you want to um, consider him a one-trick pony or two-trick pony or whatever, and he's he may not have a long career. That's that's your prerogative. He may have a long career just because he he knew how how hard it was for him to get through these to this part and if he sticks with Kyle Shannon for the rest of his career he might be good but it's hard to tell because this Super Bowl may change a lot for a lot about a lot a lot for a lot a lot of youth players and for Kyle Shanahan himself because I think that 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 seat's gonna get lukewarm suddenly I don't know about that lukewarm with Kyle Shanahan and San Fran I'm just saying I don't listen know. we saw we saw Jim Harbaugh go to a Super Bowl, have winning records for years, and suddenly they were like, "Uh, oh, we can't do this no more. We're going to have to let you go, my man. I know you won a lot of games for us. You brought us the NFC championships and all that. We're good. And maybe John Lynch is care, care, more caring than the previous, you know, GM. But, you know, sometimes, like, we've seen Andy Reid. Andy Reid was – going to consecutive NFC championships, excuse me, NFC championships and a Super Bowl with the Eagles and the Eagles had to let them go. I mean, they had a bad season, but that's what all, that's all it takes is one bad season. You're out of here. So are you saying that you, if the 49ers were to lose the Super Bowl, that there could possibly be internal discussions with John Lynch and co that they should probably move on from Shanahan and need to upgrade at the quarterback position, which in fact would, make them make it harder to them to retain all those skill players. It wouldn't be an immediate change for in the coaching. The coaching seat will just get warm. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know what I'm saying? So now the expectation is gonna get you already set your, your expectation with going to two Super Bowls in four years. Now you have now that the expectation is now we have the we have the team. We may have Trent Williams for another year. We have Fred we have some guys on some uh, we're gonna lose IU possibly. Uh, Christian McCaffrey is still in his prime, but we can't, we can't, we can't, you know, bet on that because he's a running back. You know, anything could happen. Yep. Uh, you got some guys coming back from injury. Um, you name it. There's a bunch of situations there that is creating a, a situation where the window can possibly start closing. So when that window starts closing, you're not, you, you don't recoup some of these guys or you don't get, you know, there's a it's an attractive location to go to because people like the system, right? They love the Shanahan, you know, system, and they love how the defense plays. If you can't recapture the dream that they have, you have to make some harsh decisions, obviously. But like I said, the the whole Purdy, like if he does, if they can't win this, and Purdy is not the answer, they're gonna look at Kirk Cousins. They're gonna look at trading for Justin Fields. They're going to look at all these scenarios. There's too many scenarios this year in the offseason for quarterbacks. 
including the draft, you can't count the, the Niners out whatsoever on what they decide to do. So this is a very big, t- big Super Bowl for both Kyle Shanahan and Brock Purdy because that this tells us right then and there that they're going to be here for another five years at least. Okay, that's fair. You said it was to see if we get lukewarm. Wouldn't necessarily be hot, but lukewarm. 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 You know, this the it's just because of the expectations, bro. It's like it happened to everybody, man. Like you, you see all the, the, the coaches that have lost Super Bowls and even even lost multiple Super Bowls, uh, minus you know, Bill Belichick because he went to ten of those, or was it ten of those? Yeah, nine, nine or eight. I can't remember. It was eight or nine. Um some of them just couldn't, they didn't survive, you know, because it's the, 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 the dream was over. <laughs> they were like, you, you sold us a dream and now it's over. Like, what's up? So you got to, you have to expect that. You have to, like, and I'm not trying to make it, you know, you know, I'm not trying to spin a rumor mill with that, but it's just like, if you think about it deeply, like, how much often do you have to be successful for, and, and not make it over the hump? Something has to give. It's not going to be, other than you change the quarterback millions of times, so what 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 else is going on? What can we do? What can we do? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, if 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 you if you don't if you try to think you can do the same thing and get different results, then it's kind of like a form of insanity. So in that in that sense, yeah, you got to change things up if if you want to like you know catch the uh, catch the championship and you haven't been able to do that. Um, now you didn't mention San Fran. And the key to the to winning the Super Bowl is keep Pat Mahomes off the field, which is a lot easier said than done. But I think realistically, that's <laughs> the only way I can see them winning this game if they're able to dominate time of possession, which means McCaffrey, Debo are gonna have to do damage on the ground, um, or the fullback to Usek. Then that that can happen. Then it can be really. Then it can get a little, a little difficult. I think for or tight for Kansas City. Um, mm. but I just don't know with that with that defense. I can see them, you know, being able to get some timely stops and getting the ball back in Pat in Pat's hands and let him go to work the offense. Yeah, I mean, I said I said that last year. I thought what happened with the Chiefs last year. I thought a lot of their young players um, stepped up when it mattered in the playoffs. Um, and they're playmakers, you know what I'm saying? Like, and they know how to get that blood into the pool. You know what I'm saying? They know how to create a turn. Like they, people keep people just keep they the they forget. Like they, you watch that Baltimore game. It was not just what they did. The, the offense didn't do shit. The defense created turnovers. They forced a fumble. You know what I'm saying on on Lamar. They forced Lamar to throw the triple coverage. Terrible pass. They, they had the, you know what I'm saying right. It was a terrible pass, but he was he was he was panicking because. He wanted to be a true passer in that moment, which he is. I think he is a true passer, but it's not It's not in that style. You know what I'm saying? They weren't running the ball. So now, <clears throat> instead of the linebackers taking a step forward, they take a step back. They're already in position if they're playing zone. Or if they're playing man, they already know that running back's going out for a pass. I'm good. Oh, that – oh, Mark Andrews, I'm on his pit. I'm on his hip. Oh, um, Odell, strap him up. Lock him down. You know what I'm saying? Zay, uh, I know Zay's going to get off. Whatever. Let's do our part. Oh, the Darius Snead got beat. He got taunted. Next play, he stayed. That, that man stayed so solid, bro. And he created a fucking fumble. A, a quarterback. 
A court, he came from the other side of the field and created the fumble, bro. They're just locked in, bro. Like you can't, you can't, you don't, you can't take that. You cannot discredit that defense whatsoever. Now they could prove us all wrong tomorrow and just go and completely lay it, lay an egg and just give up forty points. Who knows? But from what I've seen, you know, even like Steph Diggs, what did he do? Nothing. I don't. I didn't see no Steph Diggs. They 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 make they they were complaining about Josh Allen overthrowing him. He was getting locked. <laughs> like, and, and, and now his future in Buffalo is in question. Right, you know what I'm saying? Like it, it's it's gotten too much for a lot of teams when they're seeing that the Chiefs actually have a defense, and Pat Mahomes just can do just he does what he needs to do to win games. <laughs> so it's like at the end of the day, man. I don't know if we're gonna see a, a, a defensive game. I could see that more than anything, too. To be fair. But the better defense is definitely in, in Kansas City right now. Oh, definitely. I mean, going into the season, we all thought the Niners had the best defense in the league. But they mm-hmm. didn't look like that to the, um, towards the end of the season as well as in the playoffs so far. I think Kansas City is, is clearly the better defense right now, which is why I'm kind of shocked that they weren't favored, that they're not favored to win this game. Um, it's a little weird. I mean, have you guys not watched San Fran recent, in recent weeks? They don't look the same. Something's, something's wrong with their defense. And I don't see that being fixed in a two-week span. Yo, E, and that's what I'm talking about. You're putting fuel in that man's fire, bro. Mahomes is probably watching that shit like, oh, that, oh, we're still underdogs? Really? The defending champions are underdogs? That's a slap in my face. All right, cool. I'm waking up in the morning. I'm going to have a nice breakfast, and I'm just thinking about I'm, – I'm, I'm choosing violence the rest of the day. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just you – just, you, that's something you don't do to even Tom Brady. You know he's a psycho. He 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 will wake up and like they had the nerve to really look at me and say I'm I'm an underdog today. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't do that. He's solidified. Listen, man, they're solidified. It's not the it's not the 49ers' fault. You know what I'm saying? The Niners clearly have a lot of people believe that they're good enough to be world beaters. And hey, we'll see. Yeah, we saw shit. I can't. Fault. I can't wait, man. Well, I, I think right now we can get into our predictions. Um, what do you got for a score and the team is going to win? I got the Chiefs. I think they're going to duplicate the score from four years ago, 31 to 20. Wow. I got the Chiefs 31 to 20. It's going to be a close game, though. It's going to be a close game again. Um, but I think they're going to I think they're going to do what they did to Buffalo. They're going to, you know, lullaby them a little bit for the three quarters. Fourth quarter comes. Mahomes has a has a, a solid drive, gets the lead. Defense finds a way to get the ball back, to kick a field goal or whatever. Game over. Yeah, man. Call I mean, the game right there. I mean, I know that Mahomes and the Chiefs, the narrative has been that the receivers can't come through. And yet, they're here in another Super Bowl. Like I mentioned earlier, I'm not a believer in San Fran's um, rush defense. Uh, it's been atrocious the last two weeks, and I think that's going to open up the game for um, the passing game for Travis Kelsey. Rasheed Rice has, stepped, has came up to be a, a solid number one receiver mm-hmm. right now. I got the Chiefs 27-17, Mahomes Super Bowl MVP. Um, yeah, that's how I see it playing out, man. I, I just yeah. can't see a world where, the, <laughs> where they lose to the, to the Niners team, the way the Niners look um, so far. Uh, the Niners team that has virtually gotten outplayed in most of the games 
in the playoffs so far, but I found a way to win. And a lot of people aren't aren't talking about this. This mm-hmm. is essentially a home game for the Chiefs. They're playing at Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, They've been there where before. they play out once a year. <laughs> they uh, win there all the, the time. Division. They haven't and, lost there yet. <laughs> and I believe I saw that Mahomes is, while Mahomes is undefeated at that stadium, I believe undefeated in domes in his career. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, Kelsey's on the tear right now. So it, I know you called, you called in the pick. I, I should have, I should have gave my prediction for MVP. I got, I got, I got Kelsey win MVP. I think he's going to, I think he's going to, I think he's going to break whatever tight end record for receiving yards and he's going to get at least two touchdowns or close to two touchdowns. Um, I think he's gonna. He want. He had. He's trying to make a statement, bro. He's so pissed at everybody's on in the bit. For one, everybody in his business, and that and that's partly his fault because he's a celebrity and he's with a celebrity. But it's really not his fault because it's not the first time or last time we've seen celebrities dating athletes. Like you know, we're hearing right now that there's a possible Odell and Kim situation. We're gonna be starting to hear some shit like that soon. You know, Giselle and, and Brady, we've seen that many a times. You know what I'm saying? Tristan Thompson was dating Chloe. So she was, there was a Kardashian at every Braun game. Uh, people were having rumors about Beyonce and Rihanna at Braun games. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always something. Celebrities are always at games. It's just now, because, you know, Taylor's the sweetheart of America, everybody's on that on their back and they love the, they love it. But it's like, you chose to be exposed to that and, and be bothered. Nobody told you to. It's just going to be in your face regardless. But nonetheless, I think he's trying to prove a point that as much as y'all want to make me to be this annoying football player who's dating this girl, I'm actually a fucking great Hall of Fame tight end. And he's been proving it the last two weeks. And I think he's going to prove it again in the Super Bowl. Uh, not a bad not a bad choice with um, Super Bowl MVP. I just think that because that position is dependent on the quarterback, if he gets like two mm-hmm, touchdowns, mm-hmm. he gets like 120 yards, right? I mean, what's Pat Mahomes? That's going to be like. I honestly see a world where I could see Pacheco winning it over over Kelsey if Mahomes wasn't get it, just because it's of very the, possible. the dominance yeah. of the other of the uh, the run game and the lack of the rush of the rush defense that um, San Fran has put forth over the last over these playoffs. So I can see a world where, where Pacheco can win it, but it's going to be interesting. But I just picked Mahomes because I, you know, like like the regular season yeah, MVP, mean- it's it's a QB award. It feels like. Yeah, you have to, unless unless there's like a Ladarius Sneed pick six that to, to seal the to seal the win, or Chris Jones breaking the sack record, or you know not even Chris Jones but also Nick Bosa breaking the sack record if they win if the San Francisco win or or maybe like a Fred Warner could win it with a pick six or you know Debo getting a rushing and passing touchdown and getting the the reception record or McCaffrey going for three touchdowns and breaking the the running back record like there's always there's a lot of possibilities but like you mentioned it really comes down to the quarterback at the end of the day they go the quarterback's going to be the the one that gets the shine because they touch the ball the most obviously um so yeah we, we 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 will more than likely see either Mahomes or Purdy win that MVP if they listen if Purdy wins the MVP man whew. Man, America's gonna lose their mind. He's uh, all, the be ta- all the every... talk shows in the morning are gonna be annoying. Oh Lord! Oh, the talk shows in the morning. He's gonna be on Jimmy Kimmel by the morning too. He will be on. Yo, everybody's gonna have to make an apology letter to this kid. It's gonna be bananas. But again, I'm gonna stick to my pick. It's gonna be the Chiefs, thirty-one to twenty. 
They're going to cover. Uh, the spread will be covered. The points will be covered if you're betting. Um, I think it's going to be an exciting game, at least for the first, like, three and a half quarters, and then they're going to pull away, and that's it. I mean, I, I see it more like uh, more reminiscent of the Chiefs Baltimore Ravens game. Not really exciting, good game, but from a from a casual fan standpoint, they probably don't they didn't find that game exciting just because of the defense that was being played and the low, and the low scoring contest that it was. I kind of lean towards it get, looking like that, but, I, but if it does, I'll love it. Yeah, um, it's playoff, it's, it's playoff football, man. You're, exactly. You want you want your defense to step up when it matters because without your defense, how the hell are you getting the ball back to your your quarterback? People love shootouts so much. I know they. I remember you know the Eagles Patriot game. People love that. That was amazing. But you think Tom Brady loved it? No, he was. He would have rather had won it by won that game and not have to put up forty or thirty plus. You know what I'm saying? The easier to win, the easiest wins are the ones when you know you're you're you you have the utmost faith in your special team. People keep forgetting these things. Special teams are so big in the in the Super Bowl. Every Super Bowl has had a big time special team play, whether it be the kicker, um, Tony last year with his punt return record um, that he did, um, Devin Hester when he returned the kickoff kickoff return. Onside kick by the Saints against the, uh, the, uh, the Colts. Yeah. Right. Like, there's been Changed so, the whole game. Like, Adam Vinatieri has, with his clutch, you know, field goals to win two goals. Special teams is a big part. People are forgetting about this because they're so, you know, they're so enamored by the offense because of the quarterback. But without the, spe- the that, that's the thing about football, man. It's really it's you got three tip you got three different you got three different units playing for one team, aiming for one goal, and it's in, it's it's that's what makes football so amazing, is that it could all change due to one of those units fucking up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like that's just how it goes down. Exactly, man. It's the ultimate team sport. As much as we want to give praise mm-hmm. to the quarterbacks, like certain players, it's really a, a collective effort on that field. Exactly. Exactly. Um, well, I guess we got enough information for here. Um, we can wrap it up. You got any plans for the game? You gonna go watch it anywhere or stay home? Yeah, gonna go to a watch party. Um, oh, nice. Uh, you know, enjoy the vibes. You know what I'm saying? But um, should be a good time. Uh, I'll, I'll definitely be. Um, I encourage everybody if you got an extra few bucks, go ahead and bet on the some get get some, get your bets in. Have fun, man. It's not. It's, it's nothing wrong with having a little bit of fun. You got twenty bucks. Just bet on your favorite, what you think makes sense. Make a good, cool bet, something safe. If you haven't bet on any of those sports books, I ain't, I ain't getting sponsored by any of them just yet. But if I was, I would tell you FanDuel and DraftKings, they got some great, great, great deals where you could just bet five bucks and you get they, they spot you 200. So you could spread that 200 the whole night and feel guilt-free. And if you win and you're up, hey, you could go to, Monday, you could go to work on Monday and feel good about yourself. What, no matter who won or lost, you could feel great. That's all I gotta say. That's that's my free plug to the motherfuckers right there. <laughs> Damn man, <laughs> free advertisement. That's crazy. Now I'm joking. Um, have you um <laughs> have you done any <laughs> have you done any betting this year, this season? Come on, man. Because oh, no, I'm asking you because I have never. I, I don't yeah. think I've seen. I've seen a lot of people stress out on my timeline. I don't think I've seen you stress out. So that's why I'm asking. I don't. St- I don't stress out because I understand that I, I put my. I, I do it to myself. Like I, I made some bets tonight. You know NBA, um, but um, 
I understand what I'm going because the thing is I don't bet like a hundred dollars or anything like that. Like people be betting like their whole life savings. Like I bet a little bit here and there, like a little drink or whatever. Um, but I did make some bets on this in this game. Uh actually the Chiefs won me some money against Baltimore. Um, so who am I to complain? <laughs> oh man, maybe maybe next year I'll um I'll partake in the um in the in the betting. I'm missing. I'm just like you know what? I see too many people stressed out, man. I don't need that. Life's already at, life's already as hard as it is right now. So why put myself? Like, yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Um, hey, but it doesn't hurt to drop five bucks, bro. We, I know how to drive. I know how to drop five dollars right now. Once I leave my apartment, right now, I know how to drop five five dollars right now. So you might as well, if you if you want to come up a little a little quick with some quick money, like double, like triple your money, quadruple your money, you can. And then feel good about yourself, but just don't get crazy. That's what people right. do when they go gambling and shit. They win some money. They're like, you know what? Feel lucky. Let me play that. Let me play that. That winnings, motherfucker. You better put twenty back in your pocket and play that five again. <laughs> like, like that's the problem people make. So uh, that's why it can be um, kind of some for for some. It's not it's not worth it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you have a addictive personality, definitely don't do it. If you're having gambling issues, you know, there's a hotline. So don't don't put yourself in a bad situation. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so be careful with that. But if it's all in fun, to be fair. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people be wilding like they're in Vegas. <laughs> Yo, speaking of Vegas. <laughs> oh, I should, man. I should be oh, out there right God, now, I man. I should be I out there. I could not imagine, bro. Oh, my. Yo. I've Yo, we definitely fumbled. And I, and, and I told myself, one day I'm going to be at Radio Row, bro. I saw one that. day we're gonna be at one day we're gonna be at Radio Row. Oh. And we have to make it happen, bro. Listen, one if day not, if we're if if we're not, we at least have to be there and just show ourselves. You feel me? No, one day I will be doing a podcast live from the Super, from the Super Bowl. Like whatever, whatever. Have to. It's gonna happen one day. It has, but, yo, it has I, to happen I, because I man. wanted to go to Vegas for the Super Bowl. Me and my people was talking. Some of the people were like, yo, we gotta go. Tickets was mad cheap, like around like June, July. When I looked like around like October, it was like 800 a cheaper ticket to get out there like just to get out there i'm like yeah i'll pass oh like a, a flight a flight bro yes and that oh, was crazy, and, and that was what a crazy layover you, like like straight oh, there was like a no. band like 1100 and and you know the Ve- and you know the vegas flights usually are pretty reasonable too in price exactly they wanted the mad bread to get out there so that but, means so that means those those tellies were uh, are probably up 3 4 times the price too you got to book early next year it's in new orleans i'm i'm out there i'm going I'm booking Ooh. early, like probably like June, July, getting a getting a flight, getting a room. Listen, I, I already I already read an article that uh, NFL executive is choosing the Packers to win it all. So, it, listen, if it happens, I'm there, hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. I might I might have to win a big bet so I can pay that pay for that ticket. <laughs> uh, but, but we can't go to the game because that's od expensive. I heard the cheapest ticket like eight k. That's crazy. And there's people who actually got that bread. Yeah. I mean, at that point, you're just pricing out the the casual fan, the, the diehard fan, the, the hard worker in this country, the blue collar, the hard worker, everyday American. You're pricing them out. It's essentially a corporate event. Somebody on Twitter posted like did a screenshot of scrolling through the prices of all the Super Bowls since like the, like the 80s, whatever, till now. And you see how much it went up. It's like, damn, man. Dudes really got priced out. <laughs> Seriously. Like in the like, 90s, like in the 90s, the average person could afford it. I think the average person mm-hmm. in the, like, like 95, 96 like a, was, a, was a stack. It's affordable. 
that's 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 understandable. That's not that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, it's understandable. It's the Super Bowl, and I and I know there's people who've been to multiple Super Bowls, and I know there's people who go to every Super Bowl. So I could only imagine what kind of money they're, how much, how they feel about how the prices have been, because that's that's some serious cash, bro. Mm-hmm. But I ain't gonna lie, there's you know when the Patriots were going, there's people, there was fa- people faithfully going to the Patriots Super Bowls, like oh, I, I imagine a lot, a lot. So that people got the money, man. They, it's just hey, if you got it, you, if I, I, I imagine you got it, you got it. They know they like you said. It's geared towards a certain clientele, and and some and some fan bases are 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 deep. They will spend every bottom dollar on their team, and I, I, I one day, hopefully, God for if God's willing, I'm, I'm I could be one of those fans. But right now, I ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> Word, save it, man. I'm trying to work for it. That's why I'm doing everything I'm doing right now, man. Trying to get that one exactly. Day. Oh exactly, man, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stay low tomorrow. I'm gonna stay at the crib, order some food, watch the game. Nothing wrong with that. That's how. Bruce, listen back. There's no, if it's the food, most food, like I told, I just told my coworker that today. I was like, think about it, how you would spend your New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody, if you're a smart person, you don't go out on New Year's. You just, no. you stay in the crib or you go to a watch party or, or a location that's, that's having a party. Do the same thing with the Super Bowl. You don't, unless you're going to like a, a casino where there's like a bunch of TVs and you're betting and all that. Cool. But aside from that, what's the, what's the, what's the, excitement of being at a restaurant or a bar and stuff like with a bunch of people and then you're spending a tab on shit like no grab yourself a few brews get you some wings buffalo dip whatever enjoy the game yes sir man well i appreciate you for coming on this pod man if you, if you need me on your pod man, you know, thank you going forward and uh, nba is about to ramp up now that football is essentially over so we got the all-star oh yeah, yeah, yeah we go we go we, we definitely gonna do some nba for sure yeah, yeah. And then I can have you on this pod, talk a little bit too, hoops if you want or whatever. I can go in your pod. I'm with it. Yeah, you already know, my guy. Appreciate you for having me on. Uh, we'll we'll see what the outcome of this game goes, and we might we might end up talking more about it afterwards. But yes, sir, man, take care. Have a good night, man, and enjoy the game too. Absolutely. Same to you, Brody. Sir. And that is it for this episode. Salute to the homie Des Payne. I appreciate you guys for listening. And if you're new to this pod, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. And I also hope that you'll stick around for the ride. If you haven't already, be sure to hit that subscribe button as this podcast is available just about everywhere you listen to your favorite podcasts at. That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and several other platforms as well. Uh, Feel free to follow me on social media, Instagram, and x sounds so weird saying x and not twitter uh at mr vincent 13 again that is at mr vincent 13 also follow on instagram the page for this podcast at the mr vincent pod at the mr vincent pod you'll find some content there as well and also please subscribe to my youtube channel as this podcast now has visuals to go along with the audio as i did mention in the previous episode um the youtube channel is uh mr vincent <laughs> again that is mr vincent for the youtube channel this episode will be up tomorrow morning on youtube so if you want to watch it feel free um that's all the time i have for now guys enjoy the big game tomorrow have fun with whoever you're going to be around friends family but whatever you do just do it responsibly
So you guys should hear from me early next week. Until then, stay blessed. Take care. Thank you.